0: This episode of The Horror Show is brought to you by Jordan Upton and Justin Goncalves. They donated over at patreon.com slash I hate horror. Just a couple of announcements before we start. Uh, just a reminder, this Saturday, October 14th, we are at Salem Horror Fest. Uh, we are doing a, about a 30, I well, not we, me, uh, Sean, is doing a 30-minute set of um, I'm going to try and make it as entertaining as possible. We're going to be uh, doing that before Halloween three and video drome screening. So that's, uh, that's pretty exciting. Um, so come on out, and say hi, and hang out with me. And yeah, uh, I also want to give a shout out to our friend Brian Webb. Uh, he's over at spooklighthalloween.bandcamp.com. It's one of his little projects that he's doing, and it is so cool. Um, it's a mix of like storytelling and original music. And it's amazing. And that's spooklighthalloween.bandcamp.com. It's like nine bucks and it's totally worth it. Um, Brian is uh, an awesome guy and a fan of the show. So check that out. Um, And then a couple other things. Uh, So Joe's not on this episode, but we have Paul. Paul Paul's here and we are doing Psycho Cop Returns. So... Uh, that's a gem. <laughs> um, but one of the things is there's some pretty like graphic scenes, um, not like a lot, but a, a handful of scenes with, uh, some graphic gun violence. So, I, you know, given what's been going on lately, uh, if, if that's going to upset you, I would try and avoid watching this movie. Um, maybe avoid this episode. I'm not really sure. Um, but you know, that's up to you. Um, but I just wanted to give a fair warning, um, also, you're about to hear, before we start the episode, uh, I'm going to include a little interview I did with my son, um, just because it makes me laugh. And then, if you stay tuned, it's either going to be um, in the middle of the episode, I haven't decided, either at the middle or at the very end of the episode, after the song hits. Um, stay tuned, and you're going to hear a special, special mini-episode from our homie, Joe. He's uh, he, he phoned one in. Um, just, just Joe doing Joe stuff. Uh, so, um, uh, make sure you stay tuned if you want to get an update from Joe. So that's it guys. And, um, yeah, so here's James and then, uh, it'll be followed up by our, uh, Psycho Cop Returns episode. So guys, thank you all so much. I'll see you in Salem this Saturday and, uh, yeah, enjoy. So I'm with, I'm with master monster hunter, James, James, how are you?
1: I like my mom and dad so much because I like my mom and dad.
0: Wow, that's great. Um, what's your favorite monster?
1: The the Creature from the Blue Magoon and Wolfman and Frankenstein.
0: You like all those guys equally. Yeah. Do you remember we did this a long time ago? We we recorded what your favorite monsters were?
1: Um, Creature from the Blue Magoon and Wolfman and Phantom of the Opera and Melaloon, and Mummy.
0: Wow, um, but do you remember when you were little? You did this too, and you—you you, I think at that time you said Scooby Doo monsters. Those um, were your favorite, but you were little.
1: Uh, um, I like the Orange Man and the Witch Doctor.
0: Yeah, you like those guys from Scooby Doo. What's your favorite monster movie? Uh, uh,
1: uh, uh Transylvania
0: Hotel Transylvania.
1: No, only plain Transylvania. Al Castello.
0: Ooh, what?
1: Um, Ad Castello.
0: Oh yeah, meet Frankenstein.
1: Meet Frankenstein.
0: You like that movie? Yes. Can you can you imitate uh, Abbott?
1: Abbott Castello. What,
0: but what does Abbott say? He he. uh when he gets like scared, what does he what does he say?
1: Oh check. Aw, check. Aw, check.
0: What does he say when he uh, drops all the boxes on
1: his head? Uh, I hit my poor little head. I hit my poor little head. <laughs>
0: that's a good. And
1: I, and I like laughing when that's when daddy says i hit my poor little head.
0: You laugh when i say that? Uh-huh. Um what are some of your other favorite monsters? You like the gremlins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh what are their names?
1: Gremlins.
0: Yeah, what are the gremlins'
1: names? <laughs> uh spikes.
0: Spike and who else?
1: Uh Gizmo.
0: That's right.
1: The boss in his name is Mohawk.
0: That's yeah, I think that's right. Or maybe he just has a Mohawk and he's called Stripe.
1: No, it's it's about that 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 other guy.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> what about the Ghostbusters? What can you tell me about the um, Ghostbusters?
1: Stave puff marshmallow and comes through town and then he eats slimer.
0: What? He eats slimer? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, um what are your favorite Halloween movies? Uh, uh
1: Uh uh I think I I think I like Batman Halloween.
0: You like Batman Halloween?
1: Uh-huh. Um uh a Grumbling Batman, a Grumbling Batman Halloween.
0: I've never seen that. That sounds amazing, though.
1: With a swamp guy with the grumblins.
0: Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Cthulhu?
1: Because. Because the swamp guy is the captain and the grumblins are his co pilots.
0: Do they fly a ship?
1: Um. <laughs> they. They ride a ship.
0: They do? Uh-huh. It's like a big pirate ship?
1: Uh. It's my car.
0: Your car? Uh-huh. They're the pilot and co-pilot of your car?
1: Uh-huh. Wow. The Ninja Turtle car.
0: Oh wow. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And
1: even the creature from Old Blue Magoon decided to help them.
0: Oh yeah? So it's like a it's like a boat full of baddies or a car full of baddies.
1: Uh boat
0: baddies. It's boat baddies.
1: <laughs> and the Ghostbusters are trying to bust them, but they escape
0: oh. in the ocean. <laughs> oh, really?
1: And they got into my necklace.
0: Now, your teacher told us that you've been telling the story of the Phantom of the Opera to the class. How does that story go? Uh, uh,
1: uh, Mr. Hyman and the Phantom of the Opera get in the fight, and the Phantom. Tom gets fire all over his face, and then he had to wear a white mask.
0: And who told you this story? I did. But who told you? Uh,
1: no one. I just told him myself.
0: You just made up the Phantom of the Opera story?
1: Yeah. Papa. Um, uh, uh, uh. Papa? Papa told me that story.
0: Oh, that's where you learned it, huh? Mm-hmm. Your your Papa told you about it? Uh-huh. Why did Papa tell you that? Why did Papa think that that was an appropriate thing to tell a four-year-old?
1: Um, because <laughs> he knows a lot about the Phantom and Mr. Hyde.
0: Yeah, I guess he does. Apparently he knows more than I do about him. <laughs> So what's your favorite Halloween show that we watch? Uh, uh, you like the Elmo, um, what is it called, Magic?
1: Um, magic Tricks and Treats Party.
0: Oh, and that's Sesame Street? Uh-huh. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All right, is there anything else you want to say about Halloween and... Scary stuff and monsters. Before we uh, before we start this episode,
1: uh, yeah.
0: Okay, well, what is it that you want to say?
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, Wolfman howls at the moon, and Frankenstein gets up because he's strong. And Count Dracula sleeps in his coffin because sunrise gets up.
0: That's right. All right, so we can start the episode now. Yeah. All right, so say, um, I don't know. What do I say when I start the episode? I usually forget.
1: Everyone, Daddy Notice, everyone, because, thank you, everyone. I'm going back to Dad. See you of the video. I'm going to watch Muppet Family Halloween. Bye. Say bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Dad, wait. What? I just farted, everyone. <laughs>
0: Hello everybody and welcome to the horror show. The show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm not Joe. Oh shit. <laughs> it's it's Big P big. Motherfucking big Paul. tasty, big tasty P, Paul <laughs> in the house. How you doing, Paul?
2: Oh, I'm swell.
0: I never would have imagined you would have been here. Um just you and me, man. Never done a show with somebody else before. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It is a little weird. No Joe here to to piss you off. Good riddance. To really fucking ride your ass <laughs> about everything. To really fucking bust your chops. Uh, Joe is still on break with uh, his baby. Baby's taking up all of his airtime. I guess you could call her uh, Yoko Jono. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yoko Jono, the baby, (laughs) stealing Joe away from me. Um, But that's fine. That's fine. Joe will be back soon. Guys, last chance, by the way. Salem, this Saturday, October 14th, I'll be there. It's a shortened set, 630, unless Paul wants to do it. Paul does not want to do it. I told people. People were unavailable. People were like, "Oh, have Paul do it. Have Paul do it." And I was like, "I don't think Paul's doing that." No,
2: you can't take me to places.
0: Yeah, I don't. That well, I mean, without the ability to edit, Paul, it's we've got problems. We've got problems, like bad problems, (laughs) like lawsuits. (laughs) (laughs) Never bans. Lifetime bans. Um. But we're actually doing a full episode this week. Just me and Paul. Um, Oh, also, this episode is brought to you by Holly Campbell, Christopher Rousseau. Thank you guys so much. And um, this was actually picked out. This isn't a Patreon pick. But this was picked out by a guy named Creepy Carl on Twitter. (laughs) And uh, he messaged me and was like, you guys should check out this movie called Psycho Cop Returns. And I was like. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious with this name right now? <laughs> terrible and, title. And I searched it because I was like, if it's made like two thousand, like twelve through 2017, I'm not going to do it because then I know what you're doing. It's like a wolf cop, yeah. like, you know, like over the top on purpose. This is not that. Not I was, like, I was like, this is a terrible title and I'm absolutely sold on it. Oh, dude, like I was almost as, as long as that date was prior to that. <laughs> And it took itself earnestly. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm in." And it it was 1993. Psycho Cop returns, the sequel to 1989 Psycho Cop by William Lustig and Larry Cohen, which uh, oh, they did. I guess it's a piece of shit from what I've read. <laughs> uh, and this is not much better. This one was directed by Adam Rifkin, though. So star studded man, the
2: guy that directed the chase. It's probably a big flea fan.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Paul, I don't even understand that reference. I've never seen the chase. Um wait, what's the chase?
2: Uh the one with Charlie Sheen when Anthony kiedis and Flea are chasing them in like a giant jacked-up Bronco. <laughs> of course. On a freeway.
0: Speaking of Charlie Sheen, we've got some Charlie Sheen trivia oh, for you on shit. this one. We'll do it later though. We'll do yeah. it later. It's all right. Um so we're doing Psycho cop too. I feel like there was something else I need to say. Oh, I think I interrupted myself. Salem, Saturday, October fourteenth. It's an abbreviated set. It's going to start, I think, at six thirty now with the movies, uh, Halloween three, and the fucking. Uh, I always forget the name of it. It's not Terrorvision. It's um the fucking. Now I can't even think of the director's name. The body horror guy did The Fly. Cronenberg? Cronenberg did it. It's about a TV. (laughs) (laughs) James Woods in it. I don't know why I can't think of the name. Cronenberg. (laughs) Why the fuck can't I think of the name? Cronenberg, IMDb. What a commercial for uh, (laughs) for this fucking. I can't wait. I hope it's the history of violence. Uh. I wish. Remember history. wish it was Eastern Promises. Videodrome. Videodrome. Yeah. Videodrome. Um, so we're doing Halloween 3 and Videodrome out there at Salem Horror Fest. That'll start at 7. I'll go on at 6.30, probably by myself, unless, like, by some weird miracle Joe can come. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm, I'm excited. I've got some shit lined up for you all. It's going to be good. Um, and, uh, yeah, so come out and join me and say hi and, you know, laugh at me and... I mean, applause me, too. I'm not there just for fucking kicks. I'm there for my ego, guys. So come out and make me feel better. Um, That's it. That's it, right? That's all the plugs we got. Store.ihe. Why am I doing that now? It's the end of the fucking show. All right. um, Oh, and also one other thing. Patreon users, get prepared. Joe has recorded his own mini solo Joe show. Oh, God. (laughs) The slow, low Joe Show, Solo Joe Show, um, and that'll be uh, available for Patreon users only this week. So we get an update from the man himself, from the man himself. Um, <laughs> like, that's a selling point. Listening to Joe talk by himself so in funny. the fucking <laughs> office. Pro- I, I am very interested to hear what it is. Um, it's just a 90s, it's a love song to 90s rap. Yeah. So Psycho Cop Returns, um, and before we get into this, let's just say real graphic depictions of gun violence in this and with all the shit going on right now this is just a heads up just a heads up we don't normally do this but like some heavy fucking gun violence in this, like almost like weirdly because like the guy's kind of supernatural i didn't yeah it was weird as soon as he shot the first person i was like well
2: yeah i didn't expect that gives I a expect- shit like i don't
0: want to see that like you're like a ghost cop like <laughs> i don't give a shit about grit but uh so there is some ghost. Gun- definitely not a ghost cop <laughs> no but i think he is i don't know so ghost <laughs> cop ghost-, ghost cop returns ghost cop returns uh he uh so anyway there's depictions of like really graphic gun violence so if like you're shaken up by like what's going on recently like probably don't check this flick out like it's probably when you're gonna want to steer away from because Although this guy's puns kind of just take you out of every moment,
2: <laughs> and they're so they're many. pretty fucking bad,
0: and they are so many multiple for every kill, like and then he explains them too. Oh, okay. and then laughs at every single yeah. one of them. <laughs>
2: he's like, "You're wearing black; it's perfect for <laughs> a funeral for your- yours."
0: <laughs> Sometimes he'll laugh at himself, and then he's like, "Ha ha ha," and then he'll throw
2: in a "Ho ho ho" at the end. He laughs just like the uh, that idiot. From Silent Night, Daily Night Part 2 at the garbage day scene? Dude, 100%. 100%. I was actually like, is that? Is this the same actor? No, it's just it's like... Just the
0: same maniacal laugh. It's, it's the same like shitty Hollywood like acting class. It's like, <laughs> we'll teach you how to laugh. <laughs> I don't think any classes do that. Um, so we start out. We got two nerds. They're throwing a bachelor party in their office after hours, which seems like, honestly, like the worst plan of all time. Not just because you're going to get fired, but just like, who wants to hang around their office all night? Oh, it's what I'm doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Recording in my office. Um, And, you know, they're talking about they've got strippers, Bill's got the stripper, or I've got the strippers, Jane's got the booze, and you've got the grass. And while this is happening, there's this... They're sitting two seats away from. They're the sitting cop. two seats away from a cop, and he is the oddest looking man I've ever. He's like one of the least intimidating bad guys I've ever seen. He's just got such a dumb face. Like he's such a dweeb. Everyone in this movie is a fucking dweeb Like such utter dweebs. Um, and the cop comes up to him, of course, and he's like, "You boys ain't planning anything illegal, are you?" And. One of the guys is panicking, of course, because he's like, you're talking about marijuana in front of a cop. And very loudly. And very loudly. I mean, really, that guy's right. Like, why are you announcing that stuff? I don't know. Um, and then the cop gets into his car. And it's just filled with fucking body dude. parts. Dude. <laughs> so many body parts. Bloody
2: pentagrams dude, in the rearview mirror.
0: In In the middle of a crowded parking lot. Like, yeah. Dude, I look into probably every car's window I pass, and these body parts are Filled like his car is filled. Yeah. with buttons.
2: hands, f- fingers coming out of a skull. Six, 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 six written in blood on his, glove, on his
0: fucking glove box. Pentagrams painted on the rearview mirror. But like, it is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Like, no one would ever let that slide. Not even psychopaths would do that. No, that's fucking great. dude. The glove compartment had like six hands stuffed in it. Like somebody would notice this guy driving around. Um, And then we get our credits, and we we find out uh, the big star in this, 1993, and they announce this in the credits. 1993, Penthouse Playmate of the Year, Julie Strain. (laughs) You're not impressed by that?
2: No. (laughs) What I was more impressed by, when I looked up uh, her filmography, yeah, she was in Blood Gnome and The Bear Wench Project. No way. (laughs) Yeah, Classic. Wow.
0: Yep, Good for her. That's it, though.
2: And uh, Bear Wench Project was directed by our boy, who directed Chopping Mall, by the way. No Just way. bring it back. Yeah. Really? And
0: Jim Wernarski or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah. Julie Strain. Good for Julie you. Julie Strain. Get that money, kid. Yep. Which one was she? Was she that she had to be? Dark hair one.
2: Oh, are you serious? So she, she was one that survived almost to the end.
0: Oh, my God. I thought she was for sure the one that gets plowed. For the entirety of the movie. (laughs) And has the most nude scenes of all time. Dude, that girl... I mean, we're going to get to it. But it's almost like she starts banging this guy at the beginning of the movie. And they don't stop fucking until like, like three quarters of the way through. It's one of the most insane things I've ever seen. Dude, they start having sex during the day at work. And then... That's actually true. Yeah, and then they close work, everyone goes home, and then it's late, and then they're they, still fucking in the yeah, copy they, room. They just move a couple floors down. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the most crazy things I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, after our credits, we come back. Our two guys, uh, their names are like Larry and Brian. These no one in this name, ha, no one in this movie has a fucking memorable name. Like they are no. the names of your friends. Like they really are. Like Sean, Joe, and Paul, like Brian, Larry, and Mike, and Matt. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> what the fuck is this? Um and but, Gus, Larry and, Gus. <laughs> Larry, and Brian are are, uh, are are two I guess leads. They're fucking obnoxious. Um, Brian's a little bit nervous, a lot a bit nervous, but also t- completely right. And Larry is just a big fucking asshole idiot. Yeah. Like, and not even like an asshole, like he's a jerk. Like, he's just, you wanna punch this guy in the face all movie, cause the way he talks, the way he looks, the way he says shit. Um, so Brian's saying shit like, oh, damn, that cop was so weird. And there's a cop behind him. And Larry's like, oh. You have marijuana in your briefcase. And the guy's like, "Shut the fuck up!" And also, it's not a briefcase; it's like a cloth bag that he's carrying. Um, and the conversation is like so bad. Like the dialogue is brutal. Maybe it's not the dialogue; it's just the way they're delivering it. It's so fucking brutal. Like yeah. they don't even know how to pause, like between things. Like it's just really bad. Um, the cop ends up driving away, but they throw the weed away. Not that that matters <laughs> at all. Nope. Um, and the cop is still slowly following them in the car as they're walking. And Larry's just being like a piece of shit. Like, Larry's like, oh, I'm going to go ask him why he's following us. I'm like, "Why would you ever do that to a yeah. cop that's following you?
2: And I think he yells at him. Yeah, he, he are calls, you following us because we have
0: marijuana? Officer <laughs> inbred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, officer inbred. Are you following us? And then they, he like speeds away. And you're just like, <sighs> we think they're in the clear. Um but we're not, because Psycho Cop will return in, like, two minutes. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of, like, um, drama in this. Not antici- nope. No anticipation. Like, literally, Psycho Cop returns in, like, three seconds. It is, like, just stalking <laughs> again. Uh Brian and Larry head to the office, and they're, like, talking to all the guys about the guys that are going to be there, which is two other guys.
2: I know. I can't <laughs> believe that when there was only four total people. I was like,
0: What? Four total guys, and they're all so pumped about drinking and whores. Like, they're honestly like seventeen-year-olds.
2: That guy did have so many bottles of alcohol,
0: though. <laughs> for four people, dude. He had that, two a
2: filing cabinet, and entirely they're highly
0: filled. And like, honestly, from here to like the end of the show, like that movie, it's kind of well, not to the end. I shouldn't say that until like the action starts. It's like twenty minutes of these bozos like being like. Hey man, look at this. And like showing something off for the party and then being like, oh, watch out, here comes the b- b- boss. And then like the <laughs> boss walks in and is like, get back to work, you idiots. And like, it's just that for 20 minutes, like nonstop. Um, like, first they're like, what about the girls? And they're like, oh my God, here he comes. Yeah. Oh, hello, Mr. and She's like, you suck ups. <laughs> and it's like, well, what about the booze? <laughs> and it's just that forever. Um, they asked is boner, Tony. If he, if he if he's if he's if he's coming and he says he can't because he's
2: gonna be coming. He's just he's gonna be coming for <laughs> about forty five minutes
0: with the uh, with this woman who he's just like staring at while he's like I don't know what I'm doing and he's just like staring her dead in the eyes. And it's like and the guy's like, Huh, what's going on? Like everyone's so boggled by what this guy's got going on while he's staring at this woman and she's in,
2: in red dress and she's one of two women in the office. Yeah.
0: Also, did you notice there were no lights on in the office? Yes, I was like, "Why is this so dimly Dude, lit?" I would venture to guess that they if, they were like they were Dawn of the in this. They were, they were, and they were filming it, in somebody's like office. Is that a fact? Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs>
2: IMDb trivia says they filmed after hours. Oh, they had access to like an entire floor of a building and <laughs> just filmed it at night. And the
0: lights were timed. <laughs>
2: they're like that's don't use too amazing. much fucking electricity that's don't run amazing. these bills up <laughs>
0: that's so fucking amazing um yeah cuz it's like pitch black they're just using lights on their fucking desk in the middle of the day yeah. so bizarre um yeah it's so fucking weird and they're trying to convince this guy tony into um coming and they're like hey man again like they're acting like they've never drank before in their lives like we got refreshments filed under b for booze <laughs> I would honestly fight somebody who said that to me right now. If I was a grown <laughs> ass man and they said that, I would fucking fight him. Um, big Tony, the boner, big boner Tony. He uh, takes his girl into the copy room and she's like, he's like, oh, should we come to the bachelor party? Like, I, I don't know what they bang in that office after hours because they're both having an affair, I guess. But she's like, I don't want an audience. So then they just start, start fucking doing in a copy the m-
2: room in the middle of the middle day.
0: And, and Larry walks in on him and is just like, whoa, you guys, whoa, whoa. I just got to make a copy. And then he copies his this face. His fucking face. face. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he's like 17 years old. It's so insane. I think
2: Larry's growing on me. He's such an asshole.
0: He really is. And speaking of Larry being an asshole, he then writes on his like stupid scanned face like a note to the woman in accounting. Um, like a love note and faxes it to her. And this guy, this fucking asshole nerd Brian, is like, hey man, I heard she's a real jock. She's gonna break you in half. <laughs> and then they cut to her. And she's gorgeous. Yeah. She's just a gorgeous woman. Like you I thought like we were gonna get like revenge of the nerds, like Big Bertha type woman. No. (laughs) She's gorgeous. She just led
2: her softball team and like hits or something. That's
0: what he said. Yeah, he literally says that. He's like she's like, I heard she was great at softball. I'm like,
2: what that was was it.
0: And why is that a problem anyway? (laughs) Totally normal. (laughs) She has a leisure activity that she's really good at. I don't know if you wanna mess with that, buddy it's so fucking weird and that also never comes into play like you'd imagine like like i was like and i mean she does end up fighting me psycho cop but like not like to the point where you'd be like oh thank god for her baseball skills (laughs) uh oh boy um so, yeah, this is like they just get keep doing the same shit over and over. and The boss keeps walking through the hallways and catching them almost almost catching them doing stupid shit. He leaves. They all cheer because it's time for the bachelor party. Um, they make sure he's leaving. So they look out the window and they notice the cop car is still out front. Very troubling. Now, Larry's like like Brian's like, oh, my God, it's the fucking cop again. Like, honestly, at this point, you probably should be scared. I'd be a little nervous because there's never a cop outside. A cop's been following you all day. You'd be nervous, right? Or are you a Larry? And you're going to be like,
2: oh, no, you no, no, idiot. no. I'm not Larry. You fucking moron. I'm not Larry, but they're in a giant office. building. That's true. That's true. Um, so. Yeah. But Larry, Larry's like delusional. Like he's that character that doesn't believe anything (laughs) everything around him is going wrong and he's like no 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 it's just something
0: at one point later like they know people are going missing and they go to look for him and they find blood on, on the copy machine He's used, like It could be strawberry jam. It could be <laughs> He's like It could be anything Like you could literally Smell blood Like if you yeah. put that Up to your nose You'd smell the iron in it Like get fucking Real Are you serious right now And the
2: reason They go down there Is because everyone's missing And they presume them To be dead And no. he's still like No strawberry jam It could be jam.
0: strawberry jam um, <laughs> uh, So yeah Larry then is like If you excuse me I need to go procure Some feminine entertainment and all the guys start chanting, women, women, women. women. Like, these men have never seen women in their lives. It's fucking insane. Um, psycho cop watches Larry go pay off the security guard who lets the girls in. Um, and we also cut back to see those two still fucking in the copy room just to give us a like a heads up.
2: Oh, and then they. Yeah, move but this, is the, this is the shot when they're like full on. Or is that a little bit later? No, it's
0: later. I mean, they're (laughs) like this one, they're like ripping each other's clothes off, and then she might already be naked. And then they're like,
2: oh, he was pulling your panties
0: off. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, let's go downstairs a couple more floors because they hear the elevator going up and down for the girls. So, like, all right, let's just be safe and go down a little bit further down. (laughs) And then they'll reside there for the the next three quarters of the movie. (laughs) It's insane how long they fuck. (laughs) And the sex scene later is, like, one of the most graphic, like...
2: And they're all, like, oiled off, it's so tan.
0: Dude, that's why I thought she is would... I was like, fuck? she's got to be the playmate. Like, why else would she... Why else would they hire a playmate if they just got this girl to be naked and fucking, like, for 15 minutes? <laughs> and the sex scene is so long. It's crazy. All right, so Psycho Cop comes in. He, like, you also get the... The The idea, based on, like, the synopsis of this movie and, like, the cover and stuff, like, it references, like, he kind of, like, goes after, not, like, criminals, but, like, if you do a petty crime, he's going to punish you by killing you. Like, you get the vibe, right? Like, he's, like, looking for crimes, and if you fuck around, he's going to kill you. I
2: thought that's what it m- would have been more like,
0: but these people... Right. <laughs> Do nothing. (laughs) Petty crimes. And sometimes this first kill isn't even a crime. Like way to start it off. Like he goes in and he's talking to the security guard and he's like, hey, let me come watch the baseball game with you, which he does for some reason. And then the guard, he, he starts asking the guard. He's like, the cop's like, oh, so I watched you take money from that guy. And he's like, "Well, he just owed me some money." The, actually, this guard had like the best answers of all time. He's like, "He's like, I saw you let those girls in." He's like, "Yeah, they're just having a party on the seventh floor." Well, I saw you take money from them, a bribe from them. He's like, "Well, it was just he owed me some money, and like yeah. it was yeah, fine." It a little bit of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No big deal. And then the cop's like, "Well, that's contributing to delinquency of a minor." And the fucking guard's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, they're all over 21. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then he's like. Then the cop's just like, it's all fun and games until somebody loses an eye. And then stabs his fucking eyeball out with a pencil, (laughs) which I'm not opposed to. It was a great scene. Um, And then he just goes, I'll be back. Why don't you keep an eye out? (laughs) And laughs all the way till the end of the scene. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But but like, again, like that's your first kill with this guy. And it's like, well, that wasn't even a fucking crime. And oh, he was also questioning. He's like. What about the company handbook? Okay. Police officer, you know that <laughs> company handbooks are not laws. I hope you're aware of that. Um, it's just fucking weird. Uh, upstairs, uh, while that's going on, we also had uh, the stripper stripping. strippers stripping. I strippers are whores. I guess they're kind of both. I mean, they never have sex, so... They were going to. They were very... All of them were Until very... Until they like,
2: let's go on the roof.
0: <laughs> Until they all get murdered. Uh, they're just about to have sex with them. Um, and we just get like 10 minutes of... They Not only do they have horrors, but then they put a projector up of porn, like an old reel-to-reel porn. So, now, so we're just getting intercut video of real strippers stripping and then strippers on the video stripping. And it's like 10 minutes... Of just cutting in between and like Brian and Larry being like, this "Boobies, and this is amazing," um, and it's not amazing. It's just fucking so long, and it just zooms into girls' buttholes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 fucking gross. It's like not there, even there perfect. are
2: no there are no holes. <laughs> this isn't right. like the burning. You are just butts. You
0: don't see. All right, fine. You don't see holes, but you <laughs> but like it's not centered. Like. You know, like it's a girl bending over, and they zoom into her butt. But like, I feel like the focus is really on the butthole, not really any other part of the girl. And it's fucking vile. It kind of made me sick a little bit. Like I don't know, like it was really not cool. Um, so that guy's dead on the seventh floor. While this is all going on, elevators doors open. Everyone freaks out. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" The doors close though. Um, they kind of freak out, and they're like, "Oh, it's just gotta be Gus." And Brian's like, oh, that scared the poop out of me. I was like, Brian, I hope you fucking die. Um, I'll get my wish. Uh, <laughs> one of the guys is like, well, I'm going to go like talk to Gus.
2: Let me go check it out.
0: Let me go check it out. And they're like, what's this guy's name? Like He was like, I don't know who this guy is. Which is weird, because he fucking works there. Gus? No, the guy that's like... What's oh. that guy's name? Like, because he doesn't know who Gus is. Mike. Yeah, Mike, Mike doesn't know who Gus is. But Mike's going down to check with Gus to find out why he yeah, did that. Yeah, because LP.
2: he runs in the psychopath, He doesn't know the difference. Yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't know him. You're right. Correct. But
0: it's fucking stupid because he works at this building. He There's he many stupid things. In this. I mean, I guess if it's out Yeah, I guess I shouldn't fucking. <laughs> well,
2: that, like, that's the. Killing I, I have a is. bigger issue later on.
0: I would. I mean, everything is a big issue in this because it just goes off the rails. Um, so this guy Mike goes down. Literally, nothing happens. He, the elevator gets stuck, and he comes like. While the guy's going down, so he has to climb out, and then he starts talking. Psycho Cop is posing as Gus, which is genius, except for the fact that these guys work here, so you'd never do that because you'd be like, "Oh, they must know who Gus is."
2: Yeah, because everyone else knows Gus except for this one guy. <laughs> yeah. So who we got fucking same, lucky. Who works in the same fucking <laughs> the same <cubicle>. office? Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, um, yeah, and and yeah, it's fucking insane. And they kind of buddy up, and he offers Psycho Cop booze, and Psycho Cop, it's like, "I'll take a scotch." He's like, I bet you need booze to get through the night. And psycho, psycho Cop is just staring at him and goes, no, I'm pretty good at killing time. And Mike's like, okay. <laughs> Why wouldn't he just kill them there? Because <laughs> he needs more puns. He needs to kill him. He needs to kill him in punny ways. He already probably had the elevator pun in his back pocket. Because
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> he was going to get him <laughs> when he was climbing like, out. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm using the elevator. Yeah,
0: it's fucking stupid. The guy goes, gets the booze. He takes the elevator down again, the one that works. The elevator starts, like, rocking... It's like Paul's fucking. Face. It's like Bugs Bunny, dude.
2: It is. It's going to the second floor, to the seventh, to the third,
0: and so an elevator goes up and down, right? And this guy is throwing himself. It's like he's on Tower of Terror, but not belted in. He's just flying across, dude, he's, and he's and it's so bad. Like he's so clearly just flinging himself. Like, because he has no momentum. Like, there's no, like, he has to, like, fling himself back to back. And it is painful to watch. Because like, this guy is so unathletic, he can't even, like, pretend, like, the thing's shaking. Like, he's literally just bouncing off the walls. Um, it's fucking bizarre. It's fucking bizarre. Um, but he gets out. uh, it's insane. He gets out of the elevator, but the elevator like keeps going down after yeah. he gets out. So it's just this empty elevator shaft and, um, psycho cop just pushes him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he waits till he gets the scotch. Down. I was
0: actually kind of bummed. Cause yeah. everyone talks about like how crazy the kills are in this movie. Like, cause there's multiple versions and like, I guess they did a DVD release in the early two thousands and they cut everything out. They cut literally all the nudity and all the violence out of it. I don't,
2: You could even watch the unrated version on YouTube, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, we we had the right version. Yeah, okay, but there is a version out there with everything cut out, and people are like, "Man, that's fucking bullshit!" Like, this was one of the goriest, craziest movies I've ever seen. It is not. (laughs) I mean, it's not bad, but it is not like like I was expecting a lot more. And like Uh, this scene especially, like, yeah, you don't see it. He just fucking throws. he, He literally pushes him down, and then he's just like. Going down straight to hell. Thanks for the booze, but I don't drink when I'm on duty. <laughs> These, this dude, this guy's puns are crazy. And in the final chase sequence, he he riddles off about three thousand puns, and I wrote them all down. <laughs> Every single one. Uh, this guy cracks himself up though. Um. So after this, they start getting faxes. The guys in the uh, the guys at the party, the fax machine. They get a fax from one of their one of their friends' faces, and they're like, "Look at this guy! What a wiseacre, sending us faxes of his face." Then they get a fax of a fucking police badge, and this is where Larry's like really just out of control. Like, okay, the cop car outside, I get right, but now like two guys are missing, and then you get a photo, you get a photocopy of a badge, and Larry's like, "Huh." Wonder what this could be, and Brian's like, "I think yeah. it might be the cop." He's like, "The cop's outside." Yeah. I like, think it's probably Gus screwing with us. <laughs> yeah, I think he said, "Like, I think he said he doesn't have a fax machine in the car." It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um,
2: also, yeah, why would the killer be faxing them all the time, dude? the not cop like sends
0: it, more faxes. Than it's not now. like
2: how does he have their number? Hmm? And I know he was faxing from where the earlier fax was yeah. done, which was you would still not know though. Cause you <laughs> and also wasn't that fax machine on the same floor as their office where they had their party? <laughs> yeah. So wouldn't Psycho Cop be in the same room? Yeah. No, yeah. well I guess they had the party a couple floors up.
0: Yeah, but like why are you faxing them? <sighs> anyway. I don't it, know. And it doesn't matter because like, oh no, no, the fax doesn't come into play. Whatever. Uh so Psycho Cop just starts like like Psycho Cop's such a douche. And he finds the bra in the copy room and he's like. You know, I'm beginning to suspect foreplay. And then he keeps it, <laughs> he stuffs just, it in his pocket and walks out. Um And this is this is the crazy sex scene. Uh and it's so weird. This this whole sequence is so weird. Cause we just get a close up of man ass right in our <laughs> yeah. sweaty, greased up man ass in our face, just pounding away, <laughs> <laughs> with legs wrapped Straight around. Straight pounding. It's fucking graphic. Like when I tell you, and so these two, these are the same two that have been fucking since the beginning of the movie, <laughs> and they're still just going to work uh, at work, you know. Um. Then it cuts to Psycho Cop, who's like literally just wandering. He found a bra and is like, I'm gonna find whose bra this is. And is literally just wandering around an entire office <laughs> 32 floor <laughs> like skyscraper floors, yeah, <laughs> office building, hoping to find whoever left the bra there. And then it cuts back more sex scene, more hardcore f- sex scenes. Uh new, new position. They're in a new position. They're doing it uh, I don't know, lotus flower style. Uh, then we cut back to Psycho Cop still walking around aimlessly. Back to the sex scene, more psycho cop. New position, new sex scene. Uh, and we see the door opening. You think Psycho Cops got him, and it's just this accountant that they had faxed a crude thing to earlier. Um The softball player. No, yeah. <laughs> a character that seems completely meaningless yeah. until the fucking end. Sharon is her name. Sharon. Good for you for knowing all the <laughs> classic that names. Sharon. Classic Sharon, and Sharon's like, oh, I didn't see anything. Yeah. And uh, Tony's like, uh, she tripped and fell. They are the most greased up human <laughs> beings ever.
2: <laughs> and he's only wearing a tie, He's I only think. wearing a tie. And, and she's nothing,
0: completely <laughs> naked. And they were just fucking. Like, it wasn't like they were getting up, and they got yeah, caught. Yeah. Like, they were in the act. <laughs> they were on a table. Yeah,
2: Sharon is the one who's apologizing.
0: And could you imagine how messy those tables are with how much grease there is? Like... <laughs> Poor fucking uh, housekeeper's like going to lose her mind. You're going to be like, how much soap's going to need to take that grease off? <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, psycho cop's watching the accountant. He thinks she's going to get it. But uh, at the same time, here's uh party boy, Mike. Or no, maybe not Mike. One of the guys, the guy who's getting married um, and his uh, his lady of the evening laughing, laughing in the stairwell. So he he turns his attention to them. Um, and I should note like throughout this movie, like one of the more painful things that kind of drags it on is like between every like decent, like normal scene, it'll just cut back to like the stripper party and then being like, I love boobies, and like Larry being like, This is the best, and then like just cut back to a normal story. <laughs> so it's like pretty infuriating. Um, so the officer goes up, follows these guys up to the roof, catches them. Hey, you little punk, you're being drunk and disorderly. And like this guy does like a terrible drunk impression. Yeah. Um and he just fucking pops this guy in the fucking head. And it's just like the most anticlimactic kill I've ever seen. Like it was also kind of cool, but just more like, oh. So we're just <laughs> we're just doing that. <laughs> a guy that draws pentagrams and has hands and chopped up body parts in his car is just like also just popping people. Just, yeah. Um and then we get, like, so many bad puns. Oh, my God. It's your first offense. Oh, wait. No, that's not the one. He goes, uh, you have the right to remain
2: dead. Yeah. Start reading Miranda rights.
0: But just to replacing a, words with dead. Yeah.
2: Into a dead body. <laughs> and then just starts <laughs> kicking. He cuffs him and just starts kicking him.
0: And then it's like, I hate to... Kick a man when he's dead. <laughs> and then he picks up the girl and he's like, It's your first and he brings her to like the edge of the roof. He's like holding her over. He's like, it's, it's your first offense. So I should just let you go with a warning. I'm like, okay, now he's emphasizing the wrong words like you emphasize the let her go. Uh and he drops her and she falls into a trash can perfectly and the lid closes. Yep. So there's no evidence because inside Brian's like, I think I just saw a dead body fly past the
2: window. Yeah, there's strippers yeah, with boobs in his face.
0: Music blasting. And he's looking <laughs> out the window with the blinds <laughs> closed. See the body. And he's like, oh my God, I just saw a body fly past the window. <laughs> and they're like, no, you didn't. So they look out and there's no body because it's in the trash can. He's like, I don't know, man. I just saw the body. Oh, man. And, uh, you know fucking psycho cop also gives uh another pun cuz he can't do one pun he's got to do like 8 for every kill and it's like you act like trash you get treated like trash <laughs> ho, 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 ho ho and walks away. <laughs> um man so you have any good bachelor party stories speaking of bachelor parties <laughs> You have any good stripper stories? I had a. I, I debate. <laughs> really. I do. Oh, I've got some great ones. I, I, <laughs> the, I think I've told and I've edited out. I don't think they've ever come up. Um <laughs> Do you know about Valentino's? Have I ever taken you to Valentino's? No. You can say no. No, no, no. Even if it's true, I don't think I, I think I heard you.
2: a story about You probably heard that Valentino's
0: because I'll take anyone to Valentino's. I got exposed to Valentino's. <laughs> Valentino's Cafe. In Middletown, Connecticut, it's closed now, so don't Google it. Oh, although do Google it because the Yelp reviews are incredible. The Yelp reviews are it's like in Middletown. It's gone now. It's boarded up, but it looked like it was closed down forever prior to. You know where the um, like the parking garage is, like right in the center of town, like across from Wesleyan. There's like a giant parking garage. It's a, like a little bit further from.
2: downtown. Yeah, yeah, like right by the water.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yep. It's directly across from that. You would not know what it was because there's like no signage. There's nothing. The windows are boarded up. It's the seediest location. You can. ever. It's called
2: Valentino's Cafe. Yes. Is it now an Italian restaurant? No. No.
0: Oh, wait. Why? They listed themselves as like a eatery, but all they had was potato chips. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: strippers, apparently.
0: Oh, yes. Um, Are Are you for real right now?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> <I know. laughs>
0: and if you ask like older dudes from the area, like they'll know about it. They know about it. So anyway, so I went to this bachelor party. I was like younger. I was actually underage. Um, And so they were like, let's go to this place, Valentino's. And I was like, well, you know, I'm underage, so I can't really go. And they're like, oh, no, don't worry. Like. <laughs> Anyone could go to Valentino's. And so they brought me to this Valentino's and it is the seediest thing I've ever experienced in my life. There's this woman that like owns it. She's clearly a drug dealer. She's like 90 years old. She had skin like leather and she wore slippers around inside. Um, you could buy a pitcher of beer there and it was like four bucks, like a pitcher of beer. But if she didn't know you, she would try to charge you $20. Like if you went in with a group of guys, like this is the type of place where like, like we, okay. So before, like not the bachelor party I went to, but I then started taking everyone I knew. Cause I was like, you need to come see this fucking place. Like you will not believe that this place exists in the 2000s. Uh, Dude, they had a claw machine that would pick up 80s pornography VHS boxes. No. Yes. Come on. Yeah, swear to fucking god. And then what? <laughs> it was unbelievable. And and so anyway, so this woman, like if you went in and she didn't know you, she'd be like, Yeah, twenty dollars. And you'd be like, I'm not paying fucking twenty dollars. And she'd be like, Fine, ten like you could haggle with beer <laughs> haggle for beer with her. She she's the only one running it, right? The stage could only hold one dancer. Like you did not go here for the dances. You went here for like just cheap beer? No, like just to experience it once <laughs> in your life. Like I took everyone that I knew because I was like you need to just Come on. Like this is like a relic in today's society. Like like I was underage and she was serving me. Like not asking me for anything and I have a baby fucking face, like a baby baby <laughs> face. When I was 18 19 years old like I looked 16 and this woman was just giving me pictures of beer there and so oh and of course they're like oh yeah it's his birthday so you would think she'd ask for fucking ID and they didn't and it wasn't my fucking birthday we were there for a bachelor's (laughs) party seediest fucking thing I've ever seen one time I went there with a bunch of guys and like these dudes were there and we were like like we were just like oh man check this out and then we were like where are you guys from and they're like "Uh, Cheshire which is where I'm from some of my friends are, and we were like, "Oh, really? Like whereabouts?" And he goes, "Big boy Cheshire," and I was like, "Big boy Cheshire!" Oh shit! <laughs> and I was like, "Big boy Cheshire!" I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And then I was like, "Oh my god, they just gotten out of prison!" Yeah, there's that's a, like
2: that's like a maximum security there's, there's prison. A, there's
0: a prison in Cheshire. There's a prison in my town, and these dudes had just like literally just gotten out. Like they were like, "Yeah, we just got out today." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, cool, man! Like, that's that's pretty fucking neat." <laughs> I was like, "So fucking dead, dude."
2: How do you not leave right then and dude, there?
0: Because like, then you're like, I feel like, I feel like you have you to like follow and sit them out. out, yeah. Like, and I mean, I rem- <laughs> you have to stay there until they leave. But then you're also risking like them waiting, waiting for, for you. So like, I remember being pretty afraid of that. Like, but like. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> um, also, I should note the strippers, no teeth. Usually most of them had no teeth. My guess, my best guess, <laughs> my best guess about this entire situation <laughs> is that, is that the woman that owned it, this is my, this is my just detective gathering, Knocked their teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she was a drug dealer to these women because these women We're in no physical shape to be strippers at all, at all. This is called Valentino's Cafe. Yes, I'm being polite. These women had no business being strippers. Um, And then I think this woman was dealing drugs, and these women were, the the dancers were paying their debt by dancing at Valentino's. (laughs) I mean, it was like this craziest thing I've ever seen. Dude, and okay, like one of the strippers, like, (laughs) all right, this is the last Valentino story. (laughs) One of, and again, like, I don't like strip clubs. I don't like strippers. They really, mm -mm, I don't go for Uh. fun, and that's no bullshit. Like, I don't, I, I have no interest in strippers whatsoever. This was just like such an experience that, like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. So the 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 stage is like, (laughs) the stage was like. Eight foot by like four foot stage, like right in the middle. And it was, it was the old like, um, cubed like color cubes, like a disco, like, like how you dance in Saturday Night Fever and shit with like the lights in that stage. But it, it's run down, so none of them worked. So there was no lights on the stage the girls had to go to the jukebox and put in their own songs. And like, if you like, we saw bo- in their own money. Like, yeah. Cause yes. <laughs> and like, I love, like, I love jukebox. Like I love jukeboxes. I'm like obsessed with them. So anytime I found a bar with one, I was like, Oh yes. So like when the first time I go there, I like put in a ton of fucking coins and like, I'm picking out songs and they're like, did you just put in music? And I was like, yeah, man. And they're like, <laughs> Oh, you're fucked! You're fucked! And like this, the stripper came out. And was like, who changed my music? You know? I was like, oh shit! I was like, oh shit! She's like, I can't play. It. How do we skip? And they had to like bring it. Like she's like, I only dance to my songs.
2: Yeah, they don't want to dance to master puppets. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking seven and minutes. It was
0: like shit like that. And I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. And so, uh, so this stage is like that cubed stage, like the light up cubes, but they're broken. And it was also two separate panels, like two, because I said it was eight by four. So it was like two four by four panels of like lights. And they were so out. They were so in disrepair, Paul. The lights were fucking uneven. So the stage was uneven for the dancers. Like there was like a big, like there was a big drop from it. The first dancer falls walking, walking over, like falls on her ass. And you're like, oh my god, like this is not good. And then the other one, the second one that comes out, brings out her own rug. <laughs> I can't believe. It. She brings out her own rug onto the stage so she can dance, because like the stage like chafed her. <laughs> so she would dance on her rug and then, and then proceed to <laughs> She would, like, dance in front of one guy and then, like, stand up, then take the rug. Like, she's, like, butt-ass naked. take Bend over and take the rug and, like, drag it, like, a couple (laughs) feet to the next guy and then dance for him. Pick up the rug. How how many people would be in this place at a time? Um, I mean, usually, like, one or two, max. (laughs) And, like, really shady-looking guy. Like, but. (laughs) Like, we were always there just to have a good time, like, just laugh and just, like, be like, you got to check this place out. Um, but the people that were there were very serious, the people that were there. Uh, there was one dude in, like, a Christmas sweater one time, and he looked like Bill Gates. And I'm pretty sure we might we, we, may, we may have been chanting Bill Gates <laughs> <laughs> as, as he was getting his dance. Uh. We were like, Bill Gates, Bill Gates. It might have just been Bill, Bill, Bill yeah it was pretty fucking wild also a homeless man uh the night that they said it was my birthday and i was underage i was just sitting there this homeless guy's like across the fucking strip stage from me and he's like he's like hey it's your birthday and i was like
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Paul's Big mistake. Paul's Big mistake. and he's like Happy birthday, man. And he pulls out uh, like a half pint of Majorska and slides it across the fucking strip. <laughs> like n- slides it across I the strip. I
2: wish She stri- got stuck on that chick's rug.
0: <laughs> slides got it. Up. Up. I mean, she was dancing at the time and he slides it across <laughs> the table to me. And He's like, have a happy birthday, man. It's the best time of your life. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. And I'm like holding it because I'm like, I don't want to drink this. And he's like, drink up. And I was like, "Oh, you're gonna do this to me! Like, I'm really terrified of you. I'm pretty sure you're gonna stab me." So,
2: did you purse your lips and not really drink it?
0: No, I drank. Oh! And Paul, not only was I like, "Okay, first of all, this homeless guy put his mouth on it. Like, who knows? Like, and so that's I mean, why you don't open your mouth? It's not that he's homeless that that bothers me. I mean, that's part of it, but like, it's more like this guy was grimy as fuck. <laughs> this guy was like, it wasn't like you knew this man was homeless. Like, and uh, you so probably
2: I, fucked those strippers too."
0: no i never did no no he probably did. oh yeah probably that's
2: probably why he was there
0: probably probably um somebody we know allegedly somebody we know hey let me finish this time and i took a sip dude it was piss warm because he had it in his pants so it was like he, super heated it was the warmest <laughs> vodka and i remember i just ran to the bathroom and i fucking threw up everywhere because like It was like it was just like a combination of like the warm vodka and like knowing his mouth was on it and stuff like that. But we had a friend pay for a private session with one of the girls. Can you guess who it was? And there's no private rooms at this place because it's not a, a place like that. It's a fucking cesspool. So there's no private rooms to do it. So like they never get requests for that. So, like, the kid, this kid that we know was like, can I get a private session? And they were like, uh, sure, I guess. <laughs> how much are you willing to pay? And he paid, like, a lot of money for this. And they were like, uh, just go over there. And they just pointed to the back corner. And they <laughs> Just put, go in a dude, corner. Dude, they put the, you know how he's saying they sold chips? Yeah. They had a big, like, Uts chip <laughs> display. And they just blocked them with the... <laughs> <laughs> they just put that in front of them, dude. Utz chips
2: are the best. <laughs> well, they were in like eighteen ninety nine, yeah. And dude, uh, they put a chip,
0: a chip display in between, so you couldn't see what was going on, right? Chips. Um, that man was Ryan. <laughs> just by the way, <laughs> <laughs> he 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 did illicit activity with her. <laughs> Do you know what it was? Do I know what it was? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I think her. Oh. So, Valentino's Cafe. Check out the reviews for So,
2: it. I looked it up and I found a review on Zomato. <laughs> Never have a bad meal. Discover over a million restaurants across the United States, Australia, United Kingdom, Canada, <laughs> India. There were row. some
0: amazing reviews back in the day. Well, <clears throat> all
2: right. So, there's two reviews in a row. So one, give it a positive review. It says delicious. I love this place. So you think it's like oh, because this is an eatery, <laughs> and then it says reasonably priced drinks, no cover, and the dancers are total sweethearts. <laughs> but so this is this website is for restaurants.
0: Yeah, yeah. But this isn't a restaurant. I'm telling you.
2: Well, the, the other review is <laughs> pizza question mark. <laughs> I'm not sure if Valentino Cafe serves food, but if they do, don't eat it. As a matter of fact, you might want to steer clear of this establishment if you have a weak stomach. I went there once about a month ago because a friend of mine had found a place. It's a strip club. I put that in quotation marks because you can't really call it a strip club. The youngest woman was 37 and pregnant, had three kids, and was going through a divorce. Overall, the sketchiness factor is off the charts, but it did make for a great story.
0: See, that's why you bring people there. And like I cut you like now that I'm saying this all stuff I like feel really bad for like the dancers and stuff because they're probably in a bad spot. But like it was like well crazy. they have no teeth. I'd it's cra- it's fucking crazy. Here's another review on Yelp. During my college years, when everything my friends I did was for the sake of Keech, we went to Valentino's on a Wednesday night when they had a stripper. She was in pretty bad shape and left us feeling pretty horrified. It is really dingy, and the regular patrons look like they got out of jail. (laughs) Fun fact, we did. The bartender was an 80-year-old woman serving... (laughs) 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 It's so funny when something else corroborates your story. The bartender was... Paul just (laughs) just spit his water everywhere. The bartender was an 80-year-old woman serving us whiskey and beer. There's a pool table, and that was fun. It was an experience that I do not regret, though. So if you want to chat up an old stripper or play pool and avoid eye contact with locals, <laughs> come here.
2: <laughs> do you think they actually serve food during the day? Um, No, dude. No, 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 no. You do you think they didn't have a license, and that's why they there's called themselves a, fucking, a cafe? There's not a
0: fucking table in the fucking place, <laughs> Paul. There's not a fucking table. <laughs> they still had those illegal cigarette machines, like with the pulley. Oh, those are the best. They are. John. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I can't say his name. John, uh, our friend John, paid like $12 for cigarettes out of the machine. <laughs> Dude, you had to get $12 in fucking quarters. You had to go up to that fucking woman. And she was so pissed. <laughs>
2: No change after
0: that. Oh, my God. Yeah. And there was a claw machine with like legit VHS 80s porn in there um, that was just like sitting there. It was amazing. There's actually
2: nice places down in the center of Middletown. This is in the the center. It
0: was like, which is like super hip, super modern, like hipster kind of area. And this was just kind of set in the back of it. And you'd have no idea it was even open. You'd have no idea what was in it. There were no windows. There was just a big door that was always closed in the front like you, you the only way you know is somebody tells you about it <laughs> Is there even signage out front? No, 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 no. Of course not. <laughs> They're not trying to drive Dude, they definitely job. had no licenses for. No, no, no. Of course not, dude. I can't believe they call themselves a cafe. That's the funniest part. I mean, that's the funniest part. <clears throat>
3: it's I, br- a I probably front.
0: I probably bought brought like three or four groups of people there cuz I'd be like, you just need to see this place. <laughs> like honestly, if If it were open right now, I'd bring you right now just to see it (laughs) because it's just an experience. Like I like me and my friends. I don't know if I can go. Well, me and my friends are like not the strip going strip club type. Like none of us get any enjoyment out of it. So when I was like pitching it to them, they're like, no, no, no. And I was like, you just have to go. Like I'm like, that's it. Like just come like it's not like I love strippers. Like (laughs) I'm telling you. (laughs) I'm telling you, this is going to be an experience. You need to come to this place. And it took a lot of convincing. It took a lot of convincing. One of our friends that like went to West Point was like, I'm not going. I cannot go there. And I was like, no, you need to come. He went. Yeah. And we may have paid. Oh, <laughs> we, no. We may have paid the stripper to put her underwear over his face. <laughs> and she did. Dude. All right. Let me tell you what happened.
2: <laughs> Do you know what happened if you guys tried to do that to me?
0: Oh, I would never do that to you because you would smash me in the back of the head. I with probably a would
2: fight all of you. <laughs> yeah. Walk
0: home. 100%. You'd probably fight her. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: don't chance. fucking touch me. I'm going to go stand in the corner of the no, i stand.
0: Our, our friend from West Point was fury. Like, fear. like I, I think he that. actually might have left. He actually might have left. He <laughs> might have just waited outside for the rest of the night. <laughs> he was he was really fucking mad anyway back to psycho oh, cops it was like an hour episode on strip cops. awesome uh yeah we 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 talked about it once for a little bit and and i think we were like we can't tell this story like it was just like we were naming names and like i was like okay you know what <laughs> let's not bring up valentinos i think it was at the beginning too and i was like kind of afraid but now i don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> what's something <we> gonna do <laughs> um I used to own Valentino's. Dude, I would love to interview that woman. No, I don't. I don't. She's a piece of shit, probably. <laughs> Obviously, she was. She was clearly a drug dealer. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we? Um, the officer, oh, so he kills those people on the roof. Um. I mean, there's, like, fax machining, <laughs> a lot of fax machining. They're finally, like, we should look for these missing friends of ours. Yep. Uh, they find the strawberry jam. Um they're arguing about whether there's a murder or not, but then they start seeing blood trickle on the ground and they look up and there's a <laughs> b- bloody fucking pentagram on the ceiling. And then one of the bodies drops out of the ceiling, which is such an elaborate setup for like, why would psycho cop do that? But, um, they of course run into the accountant's room and, uh, we see somebody opening the door and you're like, well, of course it's a fucking accountant's It's her office. <laughs> and it was. It's the accountant. And she's like, uh, she they tell her the whole story. And she's like, oh, my God. Tries to call the cops. Phones are dead. She's n- now the accountant is like the lead somehow. And she's like, we got to get out of here. And she's a fucking hero. Um, they're like, but we got to go find Tony and that girl that are banging. She's like, yeah, hey, I walked in on them having sex in the office. We got to go let them know what's going <laughs> yeah. on. They go in there. And they have been murdered by a pole. Psycho Cop, I, I forgot we didn't talk about yeah. that, but Psycho you Cop found just them, impaled them. And just impaled them with a pole. I don't even know what that fucking pole was. Where did he get a pole? Uh, it's, they had a statue with like a spear on it. Oh, something. that's right. Somebody references the statue yeah. earlier. Yeah, just just for this purpose. And he stabs them with a pole, both of them at the same time, and smashes And tells a pole. them
2: he doesn't want to have to separate them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, he stuck the pole through both of them, uh, and they find this scene. And now there's a pentagram drawn around them. Yeah, and while they're, while they're freaking out, and they're
2: like four feet off the ground.
0: They're they're just so high. They're miles. so fucking high. <laughs> and while they're freaking out, these people are freaking out because they find their friends dead. Psycho cop just walks up behind them. And is like, hey, what's going on here? We got a call about a disturbance, and these motherfuckers are okay with it.
2: Yeah. It's insane. And Psycho Cop, even... (laughs) Dude, Psycho Cop... Had had he just walked in, he's a police officer, and there's two bodies that are fucking impaled and stuck to a wall, and he doesn't even say anything about it. That's the
0: most irritating part about, like, honestly, because, like, there was just, like, really no direction with this. Like, that's actually my problem with this. Like, I feel like it's, like, a really fun concept, but it was just so all over the place. Like, because, like, Psycho Cop, like... Like, to me, I thought he was a fucking demon or something, because he even references, like, how they thought they murdered him in the first movie, (laughs) but he survived, and, like, all this shit, and, like, I thought he was, like, a fucking demon, but he's a guy. (laughs) I thought he was, like, supernatural. But he is, sort of. But he is, but he's not, and I don't know. he just shoots
2: people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, And doesn't kill him when he has the chance. So, anyway, so he's, like... They're freaking out, and he's like, listen, guys, like the safest place is with me. This guy is Joe Vickers. He's a fucking psychopath. Like, so he's telling a fake story, and then they just look at his badge and it says, Officer Vickers on.
2: <laughs> yeah. And well, like, the dude still has the facts. The cut the copy which, like, of the badge.
0: But, and he's like, it's the same one. Like, all you'd have to do is look at the badge. Like, what if a cop sneaks up on you, I'm gonna look at his fucking name. Like, 100 yeah. percent and these guys are like looking at the facts, who's And they're pointing at him. Yeah. And
2: right in front of him.
0: And then but then it doesn't even matter because eventually Vickers is like Officer Vickers at your service. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking salutes him. And it's like, what was the point of this entire scene? Cause he like starts telling this rambling story and they're like, wait a minute, you said and he's like, Whoa. And they're like the points that they're picking out are so absurd, like they're so <laughs> stupid. Um, but it turns out they're right. Um, Larry tries to like pin him with a table, like just try to smash him with the table, and uh, Larry just blows his fucking brains out. <laughs> like just fucking kills him.
2: Yeah, I was not expecting that
0: headshot to be that splattery. No, it was very <laughs> splattery. I wasn't expecting Larry to die either. Because like Larry's like set up. Larry and Brian are set up as our leads. Yeah. He blows Larry's brain. But out. Larry's a total asshole. Larry too. is a total asshole. But then he shoots fucking Brian. Yeah. As he runs away, he shoots him in the back. Yeah. And you like, I should never hey, I should have told you I'd never take a desk job. <laughs> and uh, his pun to Brian is even better, because like Brian sucks in my opinion. Um and it's not even a pun, he just goes, Burn in hell, you little ninny. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, good for you. So they've killed off any character you know anything about, and we're left with the accountant as the lead, that's who, we, a point. who we know nothing about. We know nothing about anyone else in this movie. Yeah,
2: Two strippers, <laughs> Two strippers and, and a girl that's good at softball. The
0: accountant. Like, it's so fucking weird. Um, it's so fucking crazy. And, like, there's 20 minutes left, and this movie is, like, basically over, which is weird. Like, this should be, like, wrapping up. Um, The girl, the strippers and the accountant, they wander the office. The cop... Psycho cop jumps out grabs one of them they have a standoff Um, he kills one of the he's he's got one hostage and he's like meh and he just shoots the one across from again huge head splatter huge head splatter and she's dead Um, (laughs) and then he's like if you drop your gun I'm not I won't shoot her
2: why would you ever drop your gun it's the he's most killed insa- He's killed every single k- person in the office that in the he's most run into.
0: Insane ways. And he's drawn pentagrams all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> With their blood.
2: Like he, and also, yeah. he's just straight up murdering these people. So there's no reason to believe he would stop. And no. B, you don't know these strippers. No. Save yourself. Yeah. Give <laughs> yourself it's, a
0: chance. It's so fucking weird. And uh, so she gives him the gun. It's insane. She gives him the gun. He's like, I never said I'd. She's like, all right, let her go. He's like, I never said I'd let her go. I just said I wouldn't shoot her. And then he breaks her fucking neck. And then she pulls out another gun and just starts it, chasing the guy. Yeah, and, and starts shooting at, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fucking wild. Um, she gets upstairs. She's hiding around nooks and crannies. She grabs an axe off the wall, stabs him in the guts with the axe,
2: does nothing i guess it's as close as you get to her baseball skills paying off her softball skills i guess but it doesn't even phase him
0: (laughs) he's just standing there with an axe in his and then he makes puns and he makes and she tries to shoot him and it doesn't work and then he just like well forgot to reload and then pulls the axe out of his own guts and starts chasing her with the axe um she's on the run she grabs a bottle of whiskey that's not broken so it's not going to do a whole lot um, and then it's pun after pun after pun of a 15 minute chase sequence of him just going after her. I'm here. At a, he gets to a door. I'm here. Ding dong. Avon calling. Candy Graham. Here's Joey. Like all in a row, like rapid fire puns. And you're like, holy <laughs> shit. And like he even goes, Ali Ali oxen free. Dude, it's insane. <laughs> I've got a search warrant. I think I should talk to you about those unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> like, now they're not even making sense. And then it starts slow mowing him. Yeah. <laughs> then, that was really weird. Especially because just... Re- and he's and hardly movie. breaking shit. Dude, he's, he smashes an already broken keyboard. <laughs> like, there's already a keyboard that's yeah. smashed? Like a beer bottle on his head or something, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he knocks over, like, a bunch of files. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. one of those and things you awesome. find next to a
0: printer, like a paper organizer. Yeah. And <clears> he barely doing, breaks it. And he's just doing it. In slow- he literally just pushes it over. And it's in slow motion. Um, It's fucking insane. Um, suspect is blonde and considered extremely fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Uh, uh, and then uh, the best one, though, the best one, because this chase is still going on. It takes forever. He's just like w- w- chasing after her. And then he j- walks by an elevator and then like <laughs> walks up to it and is like looks at the camera is like. <laughs> they don't make elevators like they used to. You always get the shaft. <laughs> like now he's just making fucking jokes. Like he's not even that pun's not even about her. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. Um it's so fucking weird. Eventually, he finally finds her in the bathroom and she somehow has spray hairspray and a lighter, burns his face, pushes him down the the elevator shaft.
2: All right, so this was one of my big issues. <laughs> That elevator shaft was at the other end of the hallway. (laughs) Yeah. And I understand that, like, after he gets sprayed in the, he gets his face torched, he falls backwards and, like, rolls around and stuff. Yeah. But when he initially falls down, he drops the axe and the axe goes flying down the stairwell.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like 50 yards away. It's so far away. I mean, it's also dumb. It's also dumb. It's about to get real dumber. More dumb. (laughs) Uh, she pushes him down. She does the slow heroic walk and then fucking that idiot Brian comes flying out of the room and he's like, where is he? Where is he?" And she's like, he's dead. Let's go. And they're about to leave and they're like, let's take the elevator. Yeah. Just smash out the fucking windows. Would somebody just leave? But, but then it gets even worse in about literally three seconds. They go to use the elevator and the fucking psycho cops in there and he axes Brian and Brian's a goner for good now. <laughs> completely dead starts chasing this girl all over again. And honestly, I honestly like let out a sigh as this happened. Cause I was like, I'm so bored. This did Get long. Yeah. I'm so fucking bored. And now they're going back up the flight of stairs. And I'm like, get me out of this. All they've been trying to do is get the fuck out of this place for the
2: past like 35 minutes.
0: Yeah. And this girl finds the exit so fucking fast. <laughs> she walk. She w- runs up the stairs, through a hallway, couple hallways, all while chasing more. And she gets out into the parking garage and out to the street in a matter of fucking minutes. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Maniac cops chasing her through the street. He catches her. Starts slapping the shit out of him. Dude. like <laughs> slaps, like big backhands and stuff. Meanwhile, at a bar across the street, they're like, hey, the cop's beating the shit out of that girl. Yeah. <laughs> the bartender sees it. Which like, I mean, I'm not going to say I wouldn't protect a girl in that case, but I'd be like, that's a fucked up situation. Like, we need to call somebody for help. Like. Yeah. Not, that's a cop. Not
2: let's assemble. Grab <laughs> baseball, hockey, in pool cues, and go, and go out, after a
0: cop and, and beat a cop up. And that's what they do. They go out and beat the shit out of a cop
2: for like eight minutes. It's so it was long. so
0: long. It's so long, and it's like it would be one thing if it was like gory and they just dismember this guy. Like that would have been no. kind of cool. Like, dude, it's just blunt force trauma. Like, <laughs> boof, 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 and the cops just taking lumps. And then we see a guy. We see a guy on the fucking roof. Everyone's on the roof in this fucking city. Guy on the roof is like, "Oh shit!" and he goes and grabs a camcorder and starts recording it. And it's like very reminiscent of like Rodney King yeah. type shit. So I think that was like kind of what they were playing to.
2: Absolutely, because there yeah, it was VHS. Even had like the timestamp. Yeah, like, it was like ninety two.
0: Yeah, it definitely felt like it. I wonder if it was the same date. It was September thirteenth, nineteen ninety two. That would have been fucking crazy. March third, nineteen ninety one. Oh really? Yeah. So I mean, it was definitely using that as uh, as fuel for this. It was definitely like it was definitely some type of inspiration. I don't know what the inspiration was, but um, you know, this guy's filming a beating. They're just beating up this fucking cop, just smashing him with bats and stuff. You think it's like I don't even know what you think because this ending sucks. And then (laughs) the cop. So we cut we we cut to a hospital room where the news is on and they're like and this video perpetually and I'm like I, I thought it was going to be like oh they arrested all these guys for beating up a cop and then they couldn't <laughs> find the cop's body type of situation and I was like that's fucking lame but I'll deal with it you know what I mean like I, that's what I thought don't like, worry this is lamer this is so much weirder and they're like well they they were beating up known psycho cop Joe no. Vickers <laughs> A man that murders people, so God bless these Samaritans for saving this girl's life. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, that's so weird. Like, (laughs) that's so fucking crazy. Like, There was no, like, investigation. Like, they were just like, God bless these Samaritans (laughs) for murdering old Joe Vickers. But that's the thing. Like, no trial or (laughs) anything. Oh, that's the thing. You're right. Joe Vickers is not fucking dead. Yeah, they just beat him up. They're like, miraculously, Joe Vickers survived and is in a hospital under protective custody. We pan out. They just put him on the same floor <laughs> right down the hall with these people he's <laughs> trying to kill. Somehow, the fucking guy that took the axe is alive. Yeah. He's in the room with the girl, the accountant, and he starts. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is he laughing so hard? He makes a joke that's like, is this under workman's comp? And they both start laughing, but he goes all, like, he's, like, like, literally slapping his knees. It's and like so scream, Like, it's almost like a Tim and Eric skit, where it's just like, ah! and you're like, what? And it's, it's, like, three minutes long of him laughing, and people kind of, like, looking around nervously. And then it pans out, and we go into the hallway, and on the same floor, like you said, Joe Vickers.
2: In room 666. In room 666. Why would you... Just don't put him in that room. How about that? <laughs> Dude, they don't even make thirteens in buildings. I know.
0: <laughs> you think <laughs> you would make six, room
2: 666? <laughs> in a fucking hospital. Yeah. <laughs> And all uh, you hear, like, Cerberus.
0: <laughs> you're like a <laughs> demon dog growling. Like, you do. Like, I wrote that, and I was like, was that a demon dog, or is it just a dog? And I'm like, but I wrote, like, werewolf, but it is definitely like. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is that? And, uh, like, for some reason, like, I think cops are, or the doctor goes in, and they're like, oh! <laughs> Door opens back up, out walks a doctor, turns around, fucking Vickers. The Vickers is back. Yep, Vickers tickling your dickers. (laughs) Tantalizing your dickers for a Psycho Cop 3. Uh, Man, and that's the end. And oh, by the way, his face is completely healed. That's good news. Got his eye back from the fire. And that is Psycho Cop Returns. (laughs) Classic flick. So I actually didn't mind it. I didn't mind it either.
2: Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, it's fucking the thing, bad.
0: Though, it's the hard. ending sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was drawn out. And much like a shitty bachelor party at Valentino's, I will pass this movie on to somebody. I will be like, you need to see Psycho Cop Returns. <laughs> you just need to experience it to bring it all back to Valentino's and to make that story have a point. You just have to see Psycho Cop 3. <laughs> much like... Wait, a Wait. A degener- I mean, Psycho Cop Returns. Psycho Cop. Oh. But I think there is a like, third is there one. a third? I think there is. God, I hope there is. <laughs> so here's the question. Do I bring Joe when Joe comes back? I feel like we have to do Psycho Cop one. And then he can give us his thought on uh Psycho Cop returns. Psycho Cop three. Oh no, it's Maniac Cop three. <laughs> Damn it. Uh oh. Vinegar syndrome.
2: The Victim of Vickers.
0: Oh, shit. No way.
2: 2017 documentary short. Oh, really? Well, they... Uh, it says clips from this movie are featured in this.
0: They, uh, they're they the ones that put this out. They're from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Vinegar Syndrome.
2: I was going to say, uh, the Strand Theater. Yes, they're always there. They always have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're
0: good guys. <clears throat> I tried to get them to the sponsor the show. Didn't hear back from them
2: but they were good guys.
0: They were good guys. No, they actually, they actually responded to me and it was like really early on. And I was just like, Hey, yeah, we're like kind of looking for this. And it just kind of fell apart, but I should probably follow up on that. <laughs> um, so that's it, man, Paul, thank you so much for coming and helping out with this. Absolutely. Man, this is, uh, this is a, it's good. good I'm, episode. I'm
2: glad I, I got to experience psycho cop returns
0: and Valentine. I
2: just wish that they actually killed the bad guy in this movie. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. Because why not? It's,
2: that's my biggest beef with it.
0: They, it's fucking give me, give me something. It was. It wasn't that gory. It wasn't that crazy. People were like the fucking.
2: The head explosions thing. were were a lot. I mean, it was a lot. A lot more than I thought they were going to be. But like, dude, he had dismembered he, just shoot, he shoots bo- like eight people. He had
0: dismembered bodies in his car, yeah. and he's supposed to be satanic, and he's just like throwing people into dumpsters and like yeah. didn't dismember anyone. No, actually, everyone dies. From
2: headshots or a pencil or getting thrown down something or
0: thrown down something. It's either like big falls headshots and then the one pencil. (laughs) This movie's starting to piss me off. All right. All right. uh, What do we have to do? We have to do the normal. Uh, Follow us on. I hate horror show on Twitter. I hate horror on Snapchat and Instagram. We're at facebook.com slash. I hate horror. Um, and I, oh, patreon.com slash I hate horror if you can support us monetarily. If you can't support us monetarily, just leave us a review on iTunes preferably. And uh, if you do, send me an email, sean at ihatehorror.com. And I'll send you some stickers for free. I should also note, because I realized this the other day. Um, my name is spelled S-E-A-N. I forgot, like, people spell Sean differently. um And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I always just say my name, but... Sean, S-E-A-N, Sean at IHateHorror.com. Leave us a review, send me an email, and I'll get those stickers out to you. Um, and that's it. Next week, uh, Saturday, say, come to Salem. Come see me. It's 20 bucks. You get to see two movies, Halloween, Videodrome, Halloween 3, and Videodrome. You get to see my amazing one-man uh, production. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to do a one-man play of Psycho Cop 3. A one-man performance. I I will be in the crowd. (laughs) All right. So uh, come out. See me Saturday, October 14th. Uh, We're going to be at Days of the Dead in Chicago on November 17th and 18th. Um, And I'm still trying to set something up for those days. Um, And that's it. Oh, store.ihohore.com. Also, if you want some shirts and hats, we got some left. So check that out. And that's it, everyone. Thank you all so much for your support. Joe's will be back soon. I think next week we're going to do, I think I'll post the Salem episode, maybe with something tied to the end of it or something. I don't know. Um, So we'll do something like that. And then hopefully Joe will return. So, guys, for Joe and Paul, this is Sean. Stay weird. Adios. You got to do the thank you. Thank you. Adios. (laughs) <laughs> I know, fuck you up.
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, I think dismembers, some other things that Sean can dub over and post, probably. Uh, this is Joe checking in. As many of you know, my wife just gave birth to my beautiful daughter, Shay, so I'm on dad duties for a few weeks, which means I'm not on the pod with Sean. Those dad duties, I guess, include uh, eating terribly and being fat, so it's not too much different than what I'm usually used to, but whatever i'm recording in my office today on friday all by my lonesome sean always does these solo shows and i was like let me try that and you know what more power to him because i'm sitting here talking to myself like a fucking idiot i mean seriously i don't know how he does this for 45 minutes i am bummed that i'm not gonna be recording any new eps with sean for i think the next two weeks and unfortunately i know he announced i won't be attending salem but i know he'll kill it i think sean's actually recording with paul tonight They're doing Psycho Cop Returns. So that sounds fun. (laughs) I really just wanted to check in to express my gratitude to everybody that reached out with well wishes and congratulations. Seriously, you guys are fucking awesome. The comments don't go unnoticed. I share them with my wife. They're honestly, they're touching. So thank you so much. Second, you know, it's October and I see everybody doing their 31 Days Challenge. And since I'm not doing real eps for... A couple weeks, which I I just said, Uh, since I'm not doing real apps for a couple weeks, I wanted to share what I've been watching. Um, I'm off work for a while, so I've had time to plow through a few movies uh, for this October. And honestly, that's been a terrible idea because I should just be sleeping when the baby's sleeping. But instead, I'm up all night and during the day I'm just watching movies instead of taking naps that I know I'm going to hate the movies anyways. For the first week, I kind of went with a werewolf theme. There's no real reason why I chose werewolves. i always liked werewolf movies so the first movie that i watched this october was teen wolf the 1985 michael j fox i'm hesitant to call this a classic because honestly it's not very good um i loved this when i was a kid it doesn't really hold up that well i mean this is the type of movie that could only have been made in 1985. can you imagine one of like the biggest sitcom stars like Michael J Fox was Alex B Keaton and family ties can you imagine someone like that today like I, I don't know that portly guy from modern family being a, a, a werewolf that is good at basketball I mean that's, that's the whole premise I can see why I liked it when I was a kid I mean honestly the werewolf itself doesn't look that terrible I mean it looks pretty cool. It's a harmless film. It, it's innocent. It, it is fun for what it is. It's not something that I would ever really be in a hurry to go back and revisit. Uh, I didn't hate it. I think a lot of that had to do with the nostalgia factor. I can't believe they play the entire fucking basketball game at the end. I mean, they, they show like four quarters of this game. And it sucks. These guys suck at basketball. Both teams. I mean, high school sports, they suck anyways. This game sucks. It goes on for way too long. And he doesn't even use his wolf powers. Total bullshit. All that said though, I didn't hate it. It's average at best. I gave it two and a half stars out of five. The second movie that I watched was 1981's The Howling. It's obviously in my not obviously people have opinions. In my opinion, it's the lesser of the 1981 werewolf movies, the other one, of course, being An American Werewolf in London, which I think is not only the greatest werewolf movie of all time, but one of the greatest movies ever made. However, The Howling is still pretty damn good. Uh, Joe Dante directed it. He also did Gremlins, The Burbs, some other things. (laughs) Uh, But he's he's a cool guy. Um, The Burbs is fantastic, but The Howling is an interesting movie. It follows Dee Wallace, who we know from ET fame. Uh, she is a news anchor and she's being stalked by a serial killer. She has a near fatal encounter with the serial killer and she's traumatized by that, so they send her to a colony to uh, for some type of therapy. Uh, the people there are not what they seem. And eventually werewolves start shining up and fucking everything up. But the werewolves kind of look like shit in this. Uh, they're like too goofy. They're hairy. I mean, of course they are, They're werewolves. But I don't know. The costumes didn't really do much for me. That being said, it's still an enjoyable movie. One of the more enjoyable werewolf movies. I uh, gave it three and a half stars out of five. I definitely recommend it. I mean, like I said, I would rather go to American Werewolf in London, but the Hollings still are a pretty fun time. The third movie that I watched was Teen Wolf 2. Oh, man, what a piece of shit. I cannot believe that Jason Bateman, like, got Hollywood work after this movie. It's incredible. There's scenes in this that just straight up give you the chills. I mean, there's a boxing match where uh, it's like nobody had ever watched boxing before. It's wrestling. It's mixed martial arts. And all this is at, like, a college somebody should be very alarmed that all this is happening during the match there's a professional dance number where everybody like (laughs) this is happening at a college and the fucking wolf is singing do you love me and everybody's a professional dancer and he sings the entire song i mean the entire song not just like the first verse and the chorus and like a prolonged chorus he sings the entire fucking song it's incredible Teen Wolf drives like a stupid asshole, runs people off the road. It it doesn't. (laughs) He's related to the wolf in the first one. Uh, They're cousins. The Michael J. Fox's dad shows up. I I don't know what's going. on. It runs in the family. But there's also a professor. Professor, that's a wolf too. I guess that comes out at the end. There's a frog fight. They're they're dissecting frogs. Somebody yells frog fight. Like there's a food fight it's the most it's asinine i i cannot believe this movie was ever made ever one and a half stars out of five the next movie i watched was i was a teenage werewolf from 1957 i chose this because in the book it our main child characters go to see i was a teenage werewolf in the theaters i had never seen it before it stars michael landon who you all may know from little house on the prairie nobody's gonna know him from that <laughs> but uh yeah he's in that and this is a boring piece of shit like just a brutal it's a chore to walk through it's the movie equivalent to standing in line it, the wolf looks kind of cool i guess but while watching it time stands still for me i would recommend skipping it i gave it one star out of five the next movie that I watched was Ginger Snaps from the year 2000. I had seen this when it first came out. It had a lot of hype around it. I didn't remember all that much about it. It's fun. Uh, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's a unique take on the werewolf lore. The two main characters are, are very enjoyable to watch. I like the story. I think the biggest downfall is that when the wolf finally transforms, I mean, it's cool because you know she doesn't turn... Spoiler alert. She doesn't turn into a wolf right away. It's kind of a prolonged process. She's turning. Her sister's trying to save her. And when she finally turns, the wolf looks like a fucking ball sack. I mean, it looks terrible. It, all these make me appreciate American Werewolf in London so much more because that transformation, that wolf, it looks great. These wolves, they look like shit. I mean, whatever. I know, I know money's hard. What a, <laughs> Money's hard. I know, I know that, like, Some movies don't have the budget that other ones do, but sometimes the wolves, man, they look so shitty. It pisses me off. But this was a fun ride, three stars out of five. Next up, I keep saying next, I don't have any cooler transition words. Sorry. Um, But next, I watched Dog Soldiers from 2002. From director Neil Marshall, who I'm a big fan of. I think The Descent is one of the best. I was going to say the best movies of the last decade, but I guess 2005 is uh, over a decade ago, which is fucking insane to me. But The Descent is a fantastic movie. Dog Soldiers is his, I think it's his first, his first directorial debut. Um, I had seen this in college, didn't remember too much. Another one, I, I thought it was really fun. This shows his potential as a director he's always been big on the gore uh the action in this movie is fun there are some parts that kind of drag but the movie's very charming it actually reminded me a lot of peter jackson's bad taste i mean it's not nearly as low budget as peter jackson's bad taste i think it pretty much reminds me of it because it takes place in a house and they're fighting things with guns (laughs) like in a stairwell but I, I would recommend it. It's it's fun. As I mentioned, the gore is really good. Uh, it, it also reminds me a lot of, I don't know, Predator, like an Arnold movie, just because of the action in it. Definitely worth checking out. And the Wolves actually look kind of good in this. I gave it three and a half stars out of five. Next was Late Phases from 2013. Was it 13? Let me Let me check that. 2014, my bad. So Late Phases from 2014. Uh, I had never seen this before. This movie was about a blind man who moves into a retirement community. Uh, there is a werewolf attack. The neighbor gets it. His dog gets it. And they find him. He's, you know, covered in blood. He's shaken. And I, I love he's like, that was a fucking werewolf. He he just knew. I mean, sometimes you just know, I guess. <laughs> um, so the movie's him just kind of preparing for the next werewolf attack and he thinks that the werewolf is close by in this community and honestly it was surprisingly tense Uh, again there were some parts that dragged along but the ending the final act was pretty damn good Um, but this is another movie where I thought the werewolves looked like shit damn it takes away from it for me I know there's gonna be people screaming like Joe's a fucking asshole sorry I thought these werewolves looked like shit But I enjoyed the movie. I would recommend checking it out. Uh, I gave it three stars out of five. And to finish my werewolf week, I went back to the beginning 1941 Universal Monster, The Wolfman. I personally think it's a masterpiece. Uh, It's, uh, you know, it's slower by today's standards. I was complaining about the other movies with parts that drag. And although this is slower, I didn't really feel like they dragged, if that makes any sense at all. There's parts without action, but I was still invested with the story thought the acting was good just something about the way that it is shot with the fog and it's in black and white so i can't say that the color but like you know it's just like a dark gloomy feel uh it just adds to the atmosphere of it you have the wolf man who by the way i think this werewolf looks fucking awesome uh you have him just kind of like peering around trees and like dark cemeteries i love it it's Everything that, like, a spooky 1940s movie should be. I can see people being spooked and, like, unnerved by this in 1940. Why I can see that, I have no clue because I wasn't there. But I can see it. I love it. Uh, You know, I would probably say five stars, four and a half stars out of five. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. And that was the end of The Werewolves, and like I said, we have nothing better to do other than feed and change diapers, so my wife said, why don't we start some vampire movies? So the first vampire movie that we had watched was Buffy the Vampire Slayer from 1992, before the TV show starring Christy Swanson, Donald Sutherland, Pee Wee Herman, Hilary Swank, Luke Perry, Rutger Hauer, David Arquette. Ben Affleck's in this. Ricky Lake is in this. Thomas Jane makes an appearance. I couldn't believe it. All these people in this fucking movie. And I believe uh, Josh Whedon definitely didn't direct it. I believe he wrote it. And you know, he obviously went on to do the TV show. You know, it's this is one of those movies where it's you know it's stupid, it's cheesy, it's corny. It was like Clueless, even though it came out three years before Clueless did. I mean, it's so 90s it hurts, but uh, it was fun. You know, it's it's not going to win any awards. I can see why it had a cult following. It's nothing like the TV show either, but it was just a, a fun, kick-ass ride. I, I enjoyed it. Three and a half stars out of five. So I was like, all right, you know, this is a good choice for my wife, who normally chooses some, not, some questionable 80s movies. So I was feeling high of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And then she recommends watching Once Bitten, 1985, starring Jim Carrey. This is a little fucking rough. There's a vampire who is with Cleavon Little from Blazing Saddles, and she needs to suck a virgin's blood before midnight, and Jim Carrey is that virgin. He's trying to get laid. I don't know. Jim has some lines that that show the comedic brilliance that will come within the next decade. I mean, this is 10 years before Ace Ventura, which is crazy. 10 fucking years before. Yeah. The, I mean, he has a bit about a hamburger being like still mooing. It's the most burnt hamburger ever. And that, that, that made me laugh, but the the laughs are too few and far between. It didn't really do much for me. It's not abysmal. It's not the worst made movie I've ever seen. The story is fine enough just pretty pretty damn dull i gave that two stars out of five and finally the last vampire movie that we watched for our our first week of halloween october was transylvania six five thousand this is another star-studded cast uh another movie from 1985 this has jeff goldblum ed bigley jr gina davis uh michael richards carol Kane jeffrey jones that assholes in here (laughs) that piece of shit (laughs) it's a pretty interesting story uh the jeff goldblum and ed bigley jr are newspaper writers they're going to investigate a frankenstein monster in transylvania they go there to get the story and while they're there they encounter other like classic universal monsters it's fun i mean it's nothing great it only cost three million dollars to make, and it made seven million. So that <laughs> that was good. It's not loved by the critics. I, I can see why. It's you know again, it's not great. But if you throw this on at a Halloween party, kind of like a background noise, people looking up at it, it it's fun. It's fine. Two and a half stars out of five. And that was all we've watched so far. Uh, Thanks for listening to me bullshit about it. We want to watch Fright Night, uh, the original, the sequel, and the remake with Colin Farrell. Try to squeeze those in. We want to do all five Phantasm movies. Kind of excited for that. I want to get the uh, two pumpkin heads. I know there's four, but I'm not counting the sci-fi ones. I want to do the two pumpkin head movies. I have a Frankenstein week lined up with Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Son of Frankenstein, House of Frankenstein, Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein, I was a Teenage Frankenstein, which that's gonna fucking suck. I can't wait. Dracula vs Frankenstein, another one, gonna be fucking abysmal. And I'm so excited. And I don't know why because they're they're not even gonna be bad. Good. They're just gonna be boring. They're just gonna be so dull. I don't wanna be like, why why was I excited for that? I have The Reanimator, Bride of Reanimator, Beyond Reanimator lined up, Night of the Comet, which I can't wait. I love that movie. Wand of the Dead, which I have never seen, been wanting to. Shaun of the Dead, Nightbreed, Halloween 3, Trick or Treat, Halloween. We're actually going to be going to Connecticut Cold Classics. They're doing Halloween and Halloween 2 a double feature. Cannot wait for that. It's going to be fucking fantastic. So if you're in the area, please check it out. That was all. I just wanted to check in, try this whole solo thing. Uh, It sucks, so Sean can do these from now on. Uh, Thank you all again for reaching out with your well wishes. Like I said before, I really do appreciate it. I don't know if Sean plugs himself, but uh, you guys can find me on social media. You know where to go. I'll be back with Sean. I can't wait. There's <laughs> so much better doing it with Sean. Uh, apologies to everyone that's going to Salem that I won't be there. Like, you really give a shit. <laughs> apologies. Uh, but I'm sorry that I won't be there with Sean. But we'll uh, things will be back to regular in a few weeks. So uh, what, what does he say for Sean? This is Joe. Adios.